This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Republican presidential candidates are in Iowa on this final weekend of campaigning ahead of tomorrow's caucuses. But they're already planning events in the next states with nominating contests. NPR's Danielle Kurtzleben reports the schedule highlights the rivalry between former uh, Florida, between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. DeSantis's first stop after Iowa's caucuses will not be New Hampshire, which has its primary eight days later. Rather, he will hold an event Tuesday morning in South Carolina, whose primary is more than a month away. DeSantis and Haley have for months been battling for second place in the Republican primary race. A trip straight to South Carolina signals that he is trying to fight her hard on her home turf. Polls also suggest that DeSantis is more competitive in South Carolina than in New Hampshire, where he polls in the single digits, according to 538. Haley, meanwhile, is pulling around 11 points behind Donald Trump in New Hampshire, what counts as a tight margin in a year when the former president dominates. Danielle Kurtzleben, NPR News, Des Moines. For now, the focus is on Iowa, where heavy snow and plunging temperatures are leading to concerns about turnout. Former President Donald Trump canceled three of four rallies this weekend, replacing them with events broadcast on YouTube. John Kerry is stepping down as the Biden administration special envoy on climate. NPR's Julia Simon reports he's played a key role increasing international climate cooperation, including with China. As special envoy, Kerry helped establish and promote multilateral climate agreements between the United States and other top polluters and encouraged allies to make more robust pledges to reduce emissions. His office helped spearhead agreements to help countries transition away from planet-heating coal, including in Indonesia, Vietnam, and South Africa. Kerry played a key role in increasing climate talks with China. China and the United States are the world's two biggest polluters. At 2021's UN Climate Summit in Scotland, the U.S. and China announced they would speed up emissions reductions, including drawing down China's coal consumption. Kerry is 80. He's expected to step down as the special envoy on climate soon. Julia Simon, NPR News. A volcano is erupting just outside the Icelandic fishing town of Grundvik, where seismic activity significantly increased overnight, leading to a second evacuation in less than a month. As Bill March reports. Grindavik has seen volcanic activity over the past two months, but residents of the town in southwest Iceland were rushed from their homes around 3 a.m. local time after cracks began opening in the earth north of the town. Spitting lava and clouds of gas were visible on a nearby camera feed as the sun rose Sunday, part of the more than 30 volcanic systems that dot this North Atlantic island nation. And from Washington, you're listening to NPR News. House and Senate leaders have agreed to a short-term funding bill to avoid a partial government shutdown at the end of the week. The measure, known as a CR, a continuing resolution, funds some federal agencies through March 1st and the rest through March 8th. It's expected to be released today, and it comes as House Speaker Mike Johnson is under pressure to reject a full-year bipartisan spending bill he agreed to with Senate Democrats. Security tight in central London for what organizers are calling the British capital's biggest pro-Israel rally since the October 
October 7th massacres 100 days ago. Vicki Barker reports from London. Unlike previous vigils and rallies by Britain's Jewish community, this one has been co-sponsored by the Israeli government, adding to security concerns. Attendees have been asked to register in advance, in addition to a strong police presence. A group that aims to protect British Jews from hate crimes is also patrolling the event, which has been organized to show solidarity with Israel's people and its military, and to call for an immediate release of Israeli hostages in Gaza. The rally in Trafalgar Square comes 24 hours after the same square was filled with pro-Palestinian marchers calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. For NPR News, I'm Vicki Barker in London. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu delivered a televised speech this weekend saying Israel will continue the war until total victory. He also said Israel will not be deterred by a case before the International Court of Justice in The Hague, where the country is fighting genocide accusations. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News from Washington.